Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Came, came out, stood up, said, hold my beer. <laughs> it was not great, was it? And we, look, these two teams are not going to be... They're going to be nowhere near the playoffs with what with what they've seen or what we've seen from them this season thus far. No, no, definitely not. Now, uh, I mean, you know, Washington, you know, got their second win. Here, here's the weirdest stat of the night, okay? Now, this was a night of weird stats from the game. Carson Wentz is 7-0 and on Thursday night football. 7-0. and Is he really? With, with the win last night. He absolutely is. And he's 4-0 in his career against Chicago. That's really strange. I did not know that, but there you go. Thank you for enlightening us. No wonder, no wonder they got the job done. Yeah. Well, it was a, it, nine zip, nine to zip last last uh, term, last quarter final term. Uh, look, I mean, they they were on the ropes there for a little while, Washington, but somehow scrounged out a victory. And uh, well, I mean, thank God that we've got some other good games coming up in this NFL week. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, we'll we'll have games on Sunday that'll make up for what we saw last night. I the game last night. If you like good, if you like defense, I, there was really good defensive plays. I mean, Washington they had three goal line stands last night. Okay, uh, the the Bears got inside the five yard line three times. Looked like they were going to punch it into the end zone. First time a pass from Justin Fields was, inter- was hit, hit the head of a defensive lineman, bounced up in the air and was intercepted. Second time, they had a fourth and goal at the one, couldn't punch it in. And the third time was uh, with you know, less than 40 seconds left. And Fields was able to complete a pass to Darnell Mooney uh, with the Bears down five, trying to score the game time t- or the game go-ahead touchdown. And Mooney, Darnell Mooney, right at the goal line, just inside the end zone, went up, tried to catch it, and he bobbled it. And by the time he was able to come down with the ball, the defense had pushed him out of the end zone, and he was marked down a half a yard short of the goal line. So, I, you know, some very good defensive goal line stands for, for the Washington Commanders last night uh, to give them that win. But... You know, overall, the game was just – I'm not going to say it was as god-awful as the game last week because <laughs> last week we had no touchdowns and a game that went through an overtime period before it was over. Yeah, we'll, uh, so, we'll, we'll leave it at I, that. At least we'll leave last it at that. <laughs> night we got touchdowns. And I swear, I think Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit were half expecting – yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, Michaels and Herbie last night were, I think they were actually expecting the uh, Mormon, Mormon Tabernacle <laughs> Choir to come out 
Nothing, hallelujah, the first time we have touchdown last night. Absolutely spot on. All right, let's let's uh, let's move on to the rest of these games uh, during uh, match week or week six of the NFL. Uh, there's a couple of big games. Well, let, let's let's focus on the two. Well, there's probably three, three or four main games that I want to focus on. So the Dolphins and the Vikings. We know the Dolphins, uh, you know, they've struggled without Tua being there with the concussion protocol, and we saw what happened with him there. Then the Rams play the Panthers in a very interesting game. Chiefs and the Bills, Eagles and the Cowboys. Let's start with the Dolphins and the Vikings, uh, Chris. Uh, Monday, 4 a.m., our time over here. How are you seeing this match shaping up? Oop, I think this uh, I think this delay is uh, picking up hard again uh, here on the telephone box. So let's get to a quick little break here on the overnight crowd, and uh, we'll see if we can get Chris back on the uh, back on the line uh, over there in the USA. You're listening to the overnight crowd here on SEN, your home of sport. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the overnight crowd. Yes, we are indeed having a nice day and a lovely morning here across the eastern coast of Australia and through wherever you're listening to SEN through the digital app, crystal clear through the app and crystal clear through the digital radio dials and through your regular radio dials. But hopefully we've got this phone back up and about. Paul Sebastiani here with you in the studio. We're joined, of course, by Chris Perkins, our US sports correspondent, talking all things Major League Baseball, NFL and, of course, National Hockey League. But, uh, Chris, we've got you back on the line now. Hopefully this delay is uh, kicked away and uh, we can get stuck into this Dolphins-Vikings game. Yeah, let's let's hope so. Uh, I this this is this is one of those sneaky good games uh, on the slate on Sunday. We got a few of those uh, coming up this weekend. But you got the four and one Vikings, the three and two Dolphins. The question is, the Dolphins are without Tua. He's not going to play. He's already been ruled out because he's in still in concussion protocol. So rookie Skyler Thompson is going to get the start, and I think he was a fifth round draft pick. Uh, back in the spring, um, he's going to get the start for the Dolphins. Uh, so a, a rookie quarterback in his first start, it may be at home, but th- this might be one of those games where the Dolphins are trying to figure out, okay, uh, how do we move the ball down the field? How do we score points up uh, in, in this game? Um, the other The other concern is, that the Vikings, you, you hear the complaints about Kirk Cousins, you know, that he's, you know, kind of a block quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. But you look up and the Vikings are 4-1. and one. Mm. They're 4-1. They're, they're challenging for playoff spots, challenging for a division title. Um, Kirk Cousins, he's got the third most passing first downs in the NFL this year, behind only Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes in that category. And, oh, by the way, the Dolphins' pass defense is the third worst in the NFL. Hmm. So so this could be a big Kirk Cousins game okay. for the Vikings. Love it. Love it. Okay. Interesting there. So that's the Dolphins and Vikings. Now, I think the other underrated game of the uh, of the round coming up this week, and as I said, I know we've got the Chiefs and Bills and Eagles and Cowboys, but I think this game between the Rams and Panthers is, is intriguing because we've got a Super Bowl defending champion, which is really struggling at the moment. And we've got a Panthers team who just sacked its coach. And 
Well, look, Rams are at home, but by golly, I mean, you couldn't really back them with any confidence at the moment, nor could you the Panthers, but this shapes up as a really intriguing game. Yeah, well, I mean, if we believe the betters, uh, the Rams are 10-point favorites in this game. Rams are a double-digit favorite at home, and I don't know where you get the confidence in the Rams winning this game by double digits comes from because they really have struggled. I mean, Stafford's got, Matt Stafford's got seven picks, and he's been sacked 21 times. That's the most in both those stats in football this year. Uh, they've scored one touchdown in nine quarters, and their defense is ranked 22nd. You know, this is not a good Rams defense. Now, this could be a get-right game for the Rams because they're playing the Carolina Panthers, who, as you mentioned, they, they just fired their coach. Now, we have seen so many times where a bad football team fires their coach the following week somehow, <laughs> some way, gets a win in the, in the interim coach's debut. Exactly right. So stranger things have happened. Maybe this is rally around the coach time, rally around the team time. Nobody believes in us time for the Panthers. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, um, I, I just don't know. But uh, I, if, if I were to put money on this game, and I'm not totally sure I'm going to, I, I would say – I, I would say Rams barely <laughs> yeah, it's because tough. this, it's tough this has the smell uh, of a get-right game for the Rams. Okay, beautiful. All right, get-right game for the Rams. Uh, now, this other big game coming up, there's two which we will get through, and then I think uh, I think we'll get to an ad break after these two games we go through, Chris, just to get rid of this. Get rid of this darn delay that keeps coming up with this uh, with this telephone box here. But Chiefs versus Bills, Eagles versus Cowboys. I'll leave the floor. The, the floor is yours. Uh, I'm not interrupting. You just go straight for these two games, Chiefs and Bills, Eagles, Cowboys. Let's hear your preview for both of them. Yeah, I'd love yeah, I'd love to see the Bills and the Chiefs on Sunday night this week instead of the Eagles and Cowboys. Maybe flip flop the games. I I think they're both going to be fantastic though. So uh, the late game on CS, it's national. It's the national game, the only one CBS is carrying. Uh, in Kansas City, and strangely enough, Patrick Mahomes is a home underdog for the first time in his career uh, as a starting quarterback. The Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorites. They, they've got one of the best offenses. They've got one of the best defenses going up against Kansas City. It is a rematch of last year, uh, the divisional round of the playoffs. And if we get a game that's close to that, it's going to be well worth watching this watching this game on, on Sunday afternoon, Monday morning for you in Australia. Um, you've got um, again Patrick Mahomes, uh, who can run, who can throw, and he and uh, Patrick Mahomes, who has looked like the 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 Patrick Mahomes basketball player type type quarterback we've seen in recent years, uh, running that offense. How does he how does he stand up uh, Sunday afternoon against this Bills defense that likes to get in his face, likes to get in the quarterback's face, and, and put pressure on on teams? Uh, like I said, the Bills are two and a half point favorites. Uh, most of the predictions I'm seeing 
Uh, at least a couple of them I see here on ESPN that have already put out their predictions saying Bills by three or four points. I, I, I see why I'm leaning that. That way right now, uh, Bills to cover this spread, but that this is going to be a close call. This may be a game I just say, no, I'm going to pass on and, and just watch as a fan. Now, the Cowboys and the Eagles, we've, still, we've got Cooper Rush, a quarterback still, who is uh, still undefeated as the Cowboys starting quarterback going against the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. And I was looking on Twitter today, and I saw this thing, the, this little nugget for you. This will be the 123rd meeting between the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. This will be the only the second time that the Eagles and Cowboys meet up with four plus game winning streaks. The last time was in 1992. And uh, Paulie, I, I, I hate to tell you, uh, we base this on history. The last time they met in this situation where they had four plus game winning streaks each. Uh, Reggie White had two sacks. Randall Cunningham and uh, Herschel Walker combined for three rushing touchdowns, and Troy Aikman threw three interceptions and a 31 to 7 Philadelphia win. So oh, no. I, I don't <laughs> want to pour any cold water on you because I know you're a Cowboys fan, but uh, uh, I'm going to lean Eagles on this one yeah, because you... I'm still not totally convinced. That that Cooper Rush can can keep this thing going. If the if the Cowboy defense plays the way they have been so far this year, they've got a shot. But this is an Eagles offense that's really pretty good with Jalen Hurts at the helm. Yeah, great uh, great way to sum that game up. I think and uh, yeah, love a little uh, little uh, little history lesson for us uh, in that game dating back to 1992, the last time these two rivals went on a four-game-plus winning streak and met each other. Chris, uh, hold the line. Uh, We're going to get to you after this ad break, and uh, let's talk Major League Baseball as our last little bit on this uh, U.S. sports uh, review and preview for a a big weekend coming up around the U.S. of A. With that, we'll take our final break here on the Overnight Crowd, and we'll be back with Chris to wrap it all up right after this. Yes, welcome back to the Overnight Crowd here on SEN, your home of sports. About to wrap it all up with Chris Perkins over in the USA. We had a deep dive and had a preview of some of the big games coming up in week six of the NFL season. But uh, let's move on to some uh, some college sports and some uh, Major League Baseball action. And uh, hopefully this line's back up and about, Chris. Uh, college football, Major League Baseball, take it away, my friend. Yeah, three big college football games coming tomorrow. The the headliner is going to be in Knoxville, Tennessee. Game day is going to be in Knoxville for number three, Alabama, against number six, Tennessee. They are both undefeated. This is the third Saturday in October, and this is traditionally when the two rivals play. It's the third Saturday in October. This is going to be a huge game. Tennessee has not beaten Alabama in 15 years. This is their first. This they have not won a top ten game 
where both teams come in in the top 10 since 1999. The, the crowd in Knoxville is going to be nuts. They're going to have 105-plus thousand oh. at Neyland Stadium tomorrow wearing orange and white. And Tennessee looking for the upset. Big thing to watch for. Bryce Young's been hurt. He's been limited in practice. Uh, he's been, you know, he got knocked out of the game last week at Texas A&M, and they almost lost that game. If Bryce Young doesn't play, Tennessee has a legitimate shot at winning this game and really upsetting the apple cart in college football. So we'll we'll see. That's in the that's in the CBS. 3.30 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time window tomorrow. So that's uh, 6.30 a.m. tomorrow morning, um, Sunday morning, your time. So um, that that might, that might be the game of the week. But yeah. we got a couple of other ones. Michigan, number five, number 10, Penn State, uh, playing in the early window in mm-hmm. Ann Arbor, Michigan. They're both, uh, uh, you know, again, top 10 ranked. And then another battle of uh, unbeatens, number eight, Oklahoma State, number 13, TCU, who just came off beating unbeaten Kansas last week, uh, playing in the 330 window tomorrow as well. So three really good okay. college football games nice. tomorrow afternoon nice. uh, coming for it. Yeah, Michigan and Penn State and then Oklahoma against Kansas, both really, really similar uh, sort of lines there with regards to the spread. So Michigan – eight-and-a-half-point favorite against Penn State and Oklahoma, seven-and-a-half-point favorite against Kansas. But uh, just before we let you go, uh, Chris, uh, Major League Baseball, while we're at the pointy end of the season, uh, give us an update on uh, on exactly what is going on uh, from a baseball perspective over in the U.S. Yeah, we got Houston. They're up two games to none on Seattle in, in their American League Division Series. Game two of the other divisional series will be today. It was rained out yesterday. Uh, Cleveland and the Yankees, they're uh, first pitch about an hour from now from the Bronx uh, in game two of that series. be interesting, though, to, to watch because they were supposed to have an off day today to travel to Cleveland for games three and four. Not going to have an off day now. They're, they're going to play today in New York, tomorrow, potentially Sunday in Cleveland, and then turn around and if we have a game five in this series, they'll play it Monday in the Bronx. So usually you got these these cooked in off days for travel. Not going to have that in, in this series if this goes goes the distance, which could really mess up pitching rotations for the team that advances. And then you got the uh, game three in both divisional series in the National League today. Uh, you got the Braves in Philadelphia. Uh, that series tied in game apiece after the Braves won game two a couple of days ago. And then the uh, Padres and Dodgers later tonight in San Diego. That series also tied at one game apiece after uh, San Diego even at, um, on Wednesday night against the Dodgers uh, in, in Los Angeles. So, um, you know, both National League series, uh, they're going to go at least four games, could potentially go five. And, you uh, you know, like you said, we're at the pointy end of the season. We're getting closer to that World Series and, <laughs> and crowning a champion in baseball. We are indeed. Now, okay, speaking of crowning a uh, champion in baseball, we've got uh, two and a half minutes until we uh, until we jettison off the airwaves for the, for the overnight crowd. But at the moment, as it stands with the bookies over here, Houston Astros are just the favorites over the LA Dodgers. You're getting two to one about the Astros and you're getting about three to one about the Dodgers over here. Now, just based on what you've seen in this uh, series thus far, or in the series that have played through thus far, 
who do you think is the team to really beat uh, at, at this at this point of the season? I know Astros are the favourite, but uh, you know the Dodgers had a very very good record during the regular season, and the Yankees are creeping up. You know they're they're sort of five to one as well. Yeah, I mean, the, the Astros. I get it in their their first two playoff games. Uh, they came from behind both times. Um, in, in fact, their rally um, in, in game one. You know, they were they were several runs down in game one. Came back to came back to win on a um, on a walk off home run uh, to to take the first game in the series, and then they you know rallied in game two yesterday. Um, yeah, Houston, I get L.A. There, there's a reason they would be one of the favorites, but maybe not the favorite because they've had a 10-year run of dominance where they've made the playoffs, they've averaged like you know 90 plus, you know 93, 94 wins each season, and that even cooks in the pandemic year when there were only 60 games played. Well, this has been a really dominant Dodgers team that's won one World Series title in the pandemic year. They have fallen short so many times in October that we're kind of, we'll believe it when we see it, and you don't necessarily want to put money down on it. Um, I, I will tell you, there's a guy in Houston, uh, Jim McInvale. He's also known as Mattress Mac, who uh, he is a huge Astros fan. He makes the news uh, with some of his promotions that he does tied to his favorite sports teams, namely the Houston Astros. Uh, you know, with his in his furniture store, uh, he has got a a a large amount of money riding on this uh, uh, Houston winning the World Series, to the tune of if the Astros win the World Series, Mattress Mac is going to collect seventy five million dollars. Wow, Sheesh. based on the amount of money he has bet on oh. the Astros. Wow. Good, good luck is all I'll say. And, the book, uh, that's let, huge. Let me, yeah, let me tell you, the sports, the sports books uh, who have his action, they are praying for anybody but Houston. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, my man, we will, uh, we'll leave it at that, mate. A pleasure doing it with you as always. Uh, that's a wrap for the overnight crowd, but I'm looking forward to doing it on Monday and hopefully it's, uh, hopefully it's without this delay, but uh Pleasure doing it with you again and uh, have a great weekend and looking forward to wrapping up week six of the NFL and the Major League Baseball over the weekend with you. Sounds good. Have a good weekend. Sensational. There we go. Chris Perkins over in the US of A wrapping up all things American sports. That's it for the overnight crowd. Saturday morning. Good luck if you have a bet in the Caulfield Cup as well. Bye for now. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.